0: Live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, this is a special edition of Positively West Virginia. It's our daily COVID-19 business briefing. For those of you joining us live on Facebook, welcome and thanks for tuning in. And for those of you joining us on the podcast recording, thanks for joining us there as well. Normally each week on this podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories. But for the next few days, and we're not sure how long that will be, we're going to be bringing you these daily special edition broadcasts, specifically and intentionally around this basic question, what can West Virginia businesses do right now to survive this current COVID-19 pandemic situation we're all facing right now? When we first started this podcast project in 2017, we wanted to inspire people and equip people in West Virginia with examples of real life entrepreneurs and businesses, people who built businesses, successful businesses in West Virginia. So with this new urgent situation that we all find ourselves in, this falls right in line with that mission of Positively West Virginia. Every weekday, we'll be bringing you these business briefings to help owners and business leaders, especially small businesses, with practical ideas to use today right now. Today I'm honored to have on the show Frank Vitale. Frank has served West Virginia in key leadership roles throughout his career, including as a banking executive, an officer for the West Virginia Board of Education, and the human resources officer for Key Logic Systems in Morgantown. Frank's company is Forge Business Solutions, and it's a consulting firm. They helped the designed uh, to help businesses find success, growth, and partnership, and Frank works in a variety of different industries, including big pharma, dental practice management, banking, financial services, and human resources. Frank, thank you for being on the podcast today.
1: Well, thank you for having me, Jim. This is a a challenging time in our country and throughout the world, and I appreciate the opportunity to work with you to help offer uh, you know, some solace and, and and in some cases, maybe some assistance to others.
0: Yes, absolutely. Thank you again. And and, and for those of you who don't know, Frank has actually been on uh, the podcast Positively West Virginia a while back. He was on talking about his company, Forge Business Solutions, and his uh, endeavors to make West Virginia a better place for all of us. Uh, Frank, I wanted to kind of start off the conversation. Uh, this is actually our third episode. We started this last Thursday. We had an episode Friday, and we have them planned all week this week. And we're going to see how this uh, how this goes. And we're getting a lot of positive feedback by delivering some practical tips. What are some of the things that you're seeing out there right now, pertaining, Frank, to how people are dealing with the situation we're we're all in right now?
1: Well, I think that um, we're all in shock. I mean, I I think that considering how things are changing on a you know day by day basis that folks are unsettled and uh, we're we're learning new things every day um, clearly the severity and the seriousness with which we uh, are taking this uh, pandemic uh, has has gotten uh, more intense uh, throughout the last couple of weeks and especially in the last week uh, most of us find ourselves um, now working from home uh, with our uh governors now requiring that we stay in place, shelter in place, stay at home. So mm-hmm. I think things are getting are getting pretty serious. Um and I think we as a society realize that.
0: Yeah. As a matter of fact, we were we uh, were supposed to go live today at two o'clock. The governor's press conference got started a little bit late. And so we wanted to follow that through most of it. uh, We kind of cut it short there because we wanted to go live to the people, the small business people, with some practical tips. And and in fact, uh, Governor Jim Justice just a few moments ago uh, issued executive order. 9-20, 9-20 which is a um, stay-at-home order closing all non-essential businesses effective 8 p.m. tomorrow and so Frank what uh, you know when you when you hear those kinds of words and when you hear, heard that message from the governor what did that uh, kind of mean to you from from a small business owner
1: well yeah so you, you bring up an interesting point I mean I, I think as a small business owner it you know it's certainly um, challenges me uh, to think about the future and about what can I do to preserve the future, not only for me, but for uh, my family and not only for my me and my family. But then outside of that, how about employees and their families? Yes. And so um, so you can't help. uh, And people should not feel guilty uh, thinking about themselves in these situations. It's okay. It's natural. It's natural to think about you know, how am I going to survive? How's my business going to survive? What about my family? What about my employees? Those are all very reasonable reactions. And so um, so a- absolutely. But then beyond how I think about my own uh, business, I also think about, you know, what about me? You know again, what about my family? What about my children? What does all of this mean? And so um, you know, it, 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 I think it's understandable and folks need to not be too tough on themselves when they're concerned about themselves. Um, Now, employee-wise, you know, I want to make sure that that, – we'll talk more about this perhaps, but I want to make sure that, you know, the folks that support our business know that they're most important and we're going to do everything we can to take care of them.
0: Mm -hmm. You speak a lot, uh, and and Frank, I I don't mind uh, telling you this, but I feel like you're an expert, a subject matter expert in the area of employee engagement. And can you kind of talk a little bit about that? I I really like your – you know where your mindset is with regard to employee engagement. Can you kind of you know give us a little bit of insight as to what that is, and then the you know the the uh, follow up to that is how can employers, small business owners, um, work through this time in that particular uh, mindset?
1: Yeah, no, I'm happy to do that, Jim. Um, I've spent the majority of my career uh, over twenty three years now in human resources, uh, yeah. employee. Uh, engagement, employee uh, matters. And so, um, and, and I've advised you know, ma- major corporations, uh, Fortune 500 companies, as well as small businesses on human resources, uh, uh, as well as employee relations. So, uh, so it is something that I've spent my life's work uh, focused on. Mm-hmm. But, but one thing I've learned uh, from business, from uh, being an officer in the army, to uh, many other areas of my life, family, et cetera, is that failure to plan is a plan to fail. Mm. And so whether you're a small business or a major corporation, I mean, I think we're seeing examples of this every day in the media, you must have a plan. And that plan hopefully will be a plan to succeed. Mm-hmm. If you freeze in your tracks, if you stay and try to hold middle ground, um, I think that you're gonna be left behind. And, uh, and, and this is, you know this is serious business. So if you're wanting to make sure that you have a business down the road when things become normal again, if they, if you will, then it's important to take action now. Yeah. And so, um, so it's a different time, mm. and I think there are some key essential things that uh, that employers can do that will bode well for them down the road. But doing nothing will not bode well for anyone down the road.
0: Yeah. I'm reminded just listening to you say that uh, of a famous quote that Albert Einstein. Once uttered, and he said, "In the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. It's not at the beginning of the difficulty. It's not at the end of difficulty. It's in the middle. And I would argue we're in the middle of it, right? So, uh, you know, I feel like that that difficulty. The the, the, I don't think it's too late. In other words, to plan. I mean, obviously, we started putting our plans to uh, to have my team work remotely last Monday, uh, and getting all that implemented. And by Thursday, we were fully engaged um, with all of our clients across the country working from home. And so my point is, I, I don't think that it's too late to have a plan, right? I mean, you, But you got to get going right now. I mean, yeah. this in this time, and, and the difficulty that like Albert Einstein was talking about, and that, uh, that word opportunity, uh, I think is going to be uh, very important. Can you kind of talk a little bit about, um, you know, your take on opportunity and, and how we can maybe potentially make something uh, out of this uh, situation that we're in right now?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, first of all, let me say this, that employees are looking for leadership. Mm. I mean, we're, we're all looking for leadership, whether it's from our our governor, our president, uh, our community leaders, our healthcare leaders, our business leaders. Everyone right now is looking for leadership. And in, in that lies an opportunity to actually lead. Mm -hmm. Um, but in the workplace, employees want to be engaged. Uh, they want to be, uh, communicated to, they want to hear from their leaders, uh, on what's going on, what actions they're taking. Now, granted, uh, there are people going to be critical no matter what leaders do, but at the end of the day, doing things for the right reason is critical. Mm. And you worry about the criticism down the road. So I think that, that, you know, knowing that employees want confirmation, that they want validation, that their future is secure is critical, and employers really need to be tuning into that because I believe that the actions that employers take today or actions they choose not to take today is going to make the difference when employees start to reassemble. We will get back to a normal. Mm-hmm. There will be a time when we come back to the, to the workplace, but what we do today is going to impact the feelings – um, that our employees have when they come back.
0: Mm. Absolutely, it, 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 and you know, not only um, you know, it's kind of a legacy type thing too, right? Because you know, this the, the way that, that, that leaders of small companies, especially in our state of West Virginia, the way that they act now uh, is a, it, it's going to come back. Uh, maybe even ten years from now, people are going to remember this, the way that you uh, responded in the, in the adversity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's no question. And, you know, I, I recently um, read an article. In fact, there was a video as well from the CEO of um, Marriott, yes. uh, Arn Sorensen, and mm-hmm. he's president CEO there. And he gave a very compelling message. And, and, you know, I think, I think, you know, the reality is he was honest mm-hmm. uh, and upfront about the severity of the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he said flat out that businesses are running and I think it was 75%. Yep. Uh, lower than normal. Uh, so he let the employees know that, yeah, things are, are pretty rough right now. Um, but he he also connected with people on an individual basis, mm. on a personal level, to let them know that he cared about them. And you could tell that it was very genuine. And I think this is what, you know, we're calling for a genuine time mm. right now. Uh, we need leaders to be genuine. And, and uh, because at the end of the day, whether the business uh, succeeds, doesn't succeed, what we do have left is our personal integrity, and it's on it's on display right now for the people around us.
0: Absolutely, you know it's said that uh, everything rises and falls on leadership, and, and I couldn't think of a more profound uh, statement for, uh, for for you know uh, March twenty third, twenty twenty that, that it, you know that leadership is what it's all about. And I do believe that on the other side of this storm that we're facing is going to be tremendous opportunity for those of us who come out uh, with the right mindset, honestly.
1: Yeah. And, and I think back to my comment about having a plan, I think there's some key things uh, that employers can do Yeah, yeah. Uh, to, to actually prepare
0: yeah, can you, can you talk uh, and a have bit a plan. About, about that, Frank, in some detail. I think that would be very valuable.
1: Sure, sure. Well, let, let me say this first. Um, there was an article recently by the World Economic Forum that mm-hmm. talked about how business leaders uh, can sort of step out and do, you know, do certain things. And you know, it included, you know, items like you know, be human, uh, be yourself. You know, don't don't try to be somebody that you're not. Um, connect with people, as as, as I mentioned. Um, understand that it is an emotional time uh, for employees and for their families and people affected. Uh, be supportive. Um, and, and I'll come back to this, but addressing HR concerns for employees is critical right now, mm. because people are concerned about their benefits. They're concerned about, am I going to be okay during this time? Where in many cases, employees are not able to come to work. They're not allowed to. Mm. They're, they're You just mentioned executive orders. Yeah. You know They're not permitted to do so. So it's incumbent upon employees to have a plan uh, on how to do that. So here are a couple of things that In in, at least my experience and research, that I think are are important. So here are some recommended strategies. Yes, sir. You know, facilitate connectivity. You know, so you got to have a strategy. You got to have a plan that should include making sure that your employees have connectivity. Now there are a lot of platforms these days that can be used for this. We're on one now. You could use you know Facebook Live. You can use FaceTime. You can use Zoom, Teams, Skype. They're all kind of products. I can't do them all justice. Right. But use those products to get people together so that they can access individuals. Email is fine, but let's be honest. It's not real personable. Right. So if, if we can offer some video conferencing opportunities, mm-hmm. uh, I think that can be great. Engage through leadership teams. You know, it, it's funny. It's funny. I've talked to some leaders, a couple of clients of mine recently, about what they're doing to um, engage their employees. And some have said to me, well, you know, it's a difficult time. We, we don't want to bother them. We don't want to inconvenience them, their home, with their families. Well, here's the thing. If there's a way to engage them in some way, not to be overly burdensome. People want to stay connected. Mm -hmm. So it's not about inconvenience. If it's an inconvenience, then the employee will let you know they can't participate. Mm -hmm. But use your teams. Use your leadership teams to do call-ins. Keep them posted on projects that are going on, Mm -hmm. even if those projects are being stood down. Uh, But use the teams. Um, Develop a modified operation plan. So if if a team in a company or a group of people in a company – uh, are in charge of some cer- certain area of that company, working with key customers, and they can't do business the way they used to, then have them develop a modified operations plan. How can they work under the current circumstances? Yeah. Again, people want to help in most cases. So use technology to allow them to stay engaged. Then use HR. Communic- you know, people want to know about their benefits. Communicate benefits. I was on the phone recently with the president and CEO of HealthWorks. And one of the things that they're doing is making sure that employees understand that their benefits will not be changed, even if their hours have to change. Now, what does that mean? Most benefits require a certain amount of hours worked in Mm. order to stay benefit eligible. Mm. So employees are concerned, what happens if I don't meet those thresholds? Well, leaders are using communication to make sure that employees understand that they're going to be made whole with their benefits. They just have to stay engaged. Mm. Um, But – you know, HR can be critical. Adjusting requirements where necessary, making sure that your HR teams are available to employees if they have questions, if they have to go to the doctor, if they have to use their benefits. The other thing that, that is important is if if you have a recruitment team out there and you have employees that have been offered a job but they're not sure about when they're going to start now, mm-hmm. make sure that someone reaches out to those candidates that they know that they're still being considered. Or if they've recently been hired, but their start date's been adjusted, it's important to communicate with those individuals. To make sure that you don't forget about them as well. Hmm. Uh, re- and here's something that, that I think could benefit and actually improve the bottom line for businesses during this difficult time release innovation. <laughs> Empower your employees to think outside of the box today. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, we all have to work outside of the box. So set up reward programs for best ideas that come out of this uh, situation. Uh, Have your employees submit ideas to HR or to some other entity on best ways, uh, on best practices to do business. It's amazing what people will think of and come up with under pressure. So it may be be a thing to do. And then finally, uh, make tough decisions. Look. Businesses, small businesses especially, are going to have to tighten the belt during this time. So don't hesitate to shorten work shifts. Hmm. It could be a yep. six-hour work shift, not necessarily an eight-hour work shift. Yep. What about considering around-the-clock shifts, especially if people have to come to an office? Hmm. To lessen the the groupings, how about have people come during shifts? Yep. So that instead of having uh, 18 people show up at one, one shift, you do three shifts of, of uh, six. So that, those are just examples, um, and uh, and I think people, uh, if, if they follow those examples, then they'll have the ability to reopen when it's time to reopen, and they'll do so in full vigor and with great fashion.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, Frank. Thank you so much for sharing those things. I love the the uh, the point of release innovation I mean that is a, a uh, when I was talking about the opportunity that's going to exist that's exactly what we're talking about right there and it, and it also is some food for thought uh, for like even my my own self my team you know we we've been starting um, the days with a you know at uh, first thing in the morning a, uh, a an audio call and I'm thinking man maybe we should start putting video conferencing as part of that just so we can see each other you know and uh, I think there's a lot of power in that. Um, <laughs> just a little side note, um, you know, my uh, I'm on the uh, board of directors for the Warrington Rotary Club. And so uh, just a couple of days ago, well, on Friday morning, we were supposed to have our board meeting. Everybody wanted to cancel. I said, let's, let's do this on Zoom. And it was just awesome. You know, everybody kept saying, wow, this is so cool in this time to be able to see each other. And so, you know, when you're talking about, you know, engaging your employees, you know, engaging people out there, you know, your clients, you can be doing this, um, the same thing. We have clients in about eight different states. I know you do as well have clients all over the all over the country. But uh, the technology, you know, we're kind of blessed with having that and being able to use that. And I would definitely say that, uh, you know, releasing that innovation with technology is a, a huge thing as well.
1: You know, there are some businesses doing neat things. Uh, I, I recently did a pickup for a, a dinner, uh, the other day, uh, the restaurants closed, they have to be closed, yep. but I went up to the window to, to pick up my meal and lo and behold, inside the restaurant, they, they were ripping up old hardwood floors, putting down new hardwood floors. They were painting and refurbishing, mm. you know, it, it's about doing what you can. Yep. And so, mm. you know, that's an, that's an indication of, of leaning in. Uh, you know, I, I spoke to a client the other day, you know, they're, they're doing a deep clean in their facilities, they're freshening up paint, mm. and they're having therapists do it. They're, they're having employees that w- wouldn't ordinarily do that kind of work uh, on a case-by-case basis. If, they've, if they're if they willing to do it, yeah. they're allowing those employees to participate. So mm. if you can think outside of the box, there's, there's a lot of ways to stay engaged. And then the other thing is training. Uh, this is an excellent time to have your employees do online training. Um, m- most... Common uh, feedback from employees on online training is they don't have time to do it. Well, guess what? Hmm. They have time now. Yeah. So if, if, wow. if employers are wanting to get certain training in or maybe employers are required uh, by law or statute hmm. to have so many continuing education hours, hmm. now's a wonderful time to do that, and there are a lot of great providers out there who can help with that.
0: Yeah, I think about um, when you said that, the thing that popped in my mind is uh, certifications. It seems like we all put certifications off sometimes to the last minute, you know, or CEUs or continuing education units and, and those kinds of things. And it's like, yeah, that's a great point. And I I appreciate you thinking of that and, uh, you know, mentioning that to, to our audience today. That's, that's excellent stuff right there. Um, yeah. Frank. You know, you've given us some real, uh, real good thoughts to, you know, really to consider and getting through this, and I, I really appreciate everything. Or, or do you have any other um, kind of like closing um, comments that you can think of that just uh, that pertains to employee engagement and some of these things that you're talking about with regard to, you know, keeping people on the positive direction, uh, even though we're, uh, it seems like we're in a, a pretty st- substantial crisis right now. What are, what are some of your closing thoughts?
1: Yes. so I think employers right now are have a unique opportunity that they may never have again in in their lifetime. Mm -hmm. And that's to let their employees know by their actions, not just by their words, but actually by their actions that they care about them during what might be the most vulnerable time in our society's lives, in members of our society's lives. So, you're going, you know, we're all going to be judged by what we do right now. And so if we can just step back for a minute and let employees know how important they are to us, I think it's really going to make a difference. But but I will tell you, if we don't do that and we don't make the right choices, when the dust settles and employees come back to work, mm. they will have the opportunity to decide based on their experience through this difficult time, whether or not they want to stay with their employer Mm. or they want to go somewhere else. Mm. And I actually think that we're going to see, potentially, we're going to see the largest amount of employee turnover in our history Mm. when folks come back to work, particularly for those companies that didn't treat them well. So hopefully employers heed this. Mm. They step up to the plate and they do the right thing. And I believe that they will. Yeah. if they have that opportunity. And there are many employers doing that to, already. We, we see that each and every day. Yeah. Um, but if we can just let people know how important they are to us, how much we care about them, when the dust settles, they're going to stick with us. Yeah,
0: that's great. Frank Vitale is our guest today. He is the owner of Forge Business Solution. Frank is also a United States Army veteran. Uh, for 17 years, he served uh, Frank, thank you for your service to our country, and I can tell you that uh, that plus your career experience has really served you well. You're an outstanding leader of West Virginia, and uh, thank you for, for dropping by and dropping a, a bunch of information that real-time practical tips that people can use today uh, at, at, you know, navigating these turbulent waters that we're in right now. Frank, what's the easiest way for people to connect with you, uh, maybe on your website or an email address?
1: Yeah, they could reach me at f vitali V-I-T-A-L-E, at ForgeB, as in Bravo, Z as in Zulu, dot com. Or they can check out our website at www.forgebz.com.
0: Yeah, I would encourage you guys to do that. Uh, Frank's got some good stuff on there. Lots of great information uh, about his company. And and, uh, thanks uh, again, Frank, for sharing all the information you uh, brought to the table today. I really appreciate you,
1: man. Jim, thank you, and thanks to Positively West Virginia for all the great work that you all do.
0: Yeah, thank you. Folks, that's it for today's Positively West Virginia daily COVID-19 business briefing. My hope is that we brought some valuable insight, and I know we did with Frank Vitale and Forge Business Solutions, uh, that you can use at your business today as we all work through to surviving this COVID-19 situation that we find ourselves in. I want to take a moment to thank our sponsors for Positively West Virginia, and they are the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. We'll be coming to you live every weekday uh, as this pandemic continues with these special edition briefings. And again, uh, Governor Jim Justice uh, announced a few moments ago that the uh, Executive Order 9-2, is out, and that, that is calling for an effective closing of all non-essential businesses starting tomorrow, uh, which will be the 24th of March at 8 p.m. So uh, I know that the uh, the website had been crashed uh, just before we went live here, uh, so Check the governor's website. There's a bunch of information out there. I don't want to get into the list right here at this time, uh, but please do check that, uh, that list out and see how your business would be effective. Uh, on behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, including our producer today, Dylan Sheldon, I am your host, Jim Matuga. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay positive, West Virginia.